We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my dear one, my darling, you beautiful soul. I have a question for you. Has your heart ever inspired you to do something that seemed crazy, illogical, and perhaps bordering on insane? And have you listened to this prompting and then met with miracles? This happened to me in a truly significant way. In 1998, I was broke, sick, at the end of my leash and utterly on my knees. During my dark night of the soul, someone told me about this school that taught spiritual psychology and it sparked something in me. I decided to explore this spark and went to check it out. I had a bit of an out-of-body experience as I saw myself signing the paperwork to start this class the following week. When I got home, I had a panic attack. There was no way I could afford this program, but I took a deep breath and my heart simply said, this is a resounding yes. Two days later, before class, out of nowhere, I had in my hands a check that paid for the entire two-year program with some money left to spare. I thought to myself, God must really want me to go to this school. I'm absolutely convinced he did, and so I did. And it was the very best thing I've ever done for myself in my life. I healed and became whole as I emerged myself into the experience that is the University of Santa Monica. I applied the tools and principles taught by the most evolved wisdom teachers I have ever encountered. I transformed my reality from one of poverty to prosperity, from illness to vibrant health, from confusion to clarity, and from a pattern of abusive relationships to manifesting the most extraordinary man and the love of my life. And here's the deal. I'm not special. It's simply that this work works. And I'm confident if you'd like to manifest an incredible happily ever after story, it can be yours as well. Today, I'm beyond thrilled, excited, grateful, and blessed to now share my earth angels and profound master teachers with you. We're here with doctors Ron and Mary Holmick. They're world-renowned educators in the field of spiritual psychology, which they define as the study and practice of conscious awakening. Through their clarity of vision, intention, and purpose, Drs. Ron and Mary Holnick, founding faculty and co-directors of the University of Santa Monica for nearly 40 years, pioneered and established a dynamic educational institution offering programs in spiritual psychology. Drs. Holnick designed a curriculum within a soul-centered learning environment that nurtures the awakening of the human spirit inherent in each student. Their vision is to provide students with practical information, tools, and experience for transforming their consciousness and their lives. USM students and graduates around the world share that being with Ron and Mary in the classroom is, without exception, one of the most transformative, loving, and memorable experiences that they will cherish for a lifetime. Both Ron and Mary are licensed marriage and family therapists in California, and Mary is also a licensed clinical psychologist. Together, they co-authored the widely acclaimed book, Loyalty to Your Soul, The Heart of Spiritual Psychology and Remembering the Light Within, A Course in Soul-Centered Living, both published by Hay House. And from my perspective, both are empowering guides for anyone who wants to live a life of purpose and meaning. So doctors Ron and Mary Holnick, thank you for saying yes to this conversation today. 
Well, thank you for having us. Gosh, after hearing you speak, I'm going to enroll immediately <laughs> as soon as we get off this phone call. I couldn't recommend that higher. <laughs> it's great to be with you again, Tammy. It's always such an honor to have our conversations and now to share you with my friends here. It's just really an incredible blessing. So let's just start with this. What is spiritual psychology? I saw those words. It sparked something in me, but I didn't know why. Can you explain this? Well, the word uh, psychology really starts with psyche. And psyche means soul. But if you look up the definition of psychology, you're going to find the study or the science of mind and behavior. So what happened to the soul? Well, somehow it got left out. And the reason for that is really very simple is because basic learning systems in this country and pretty much every other country are mind-based. There's no, there's very little room for something like a soul because so few people have the experience of it that they're aware of. Mm -hmm. So by calling it spiritual psychology, our attempt is to bring it back, bring it back to what it was originally conceived of, which is really the study of awakening, of conscious awakening into the essence that you truly are, the nature of which is spiritual. And that's very clear. I love that. So Mary, is there anything you wanted to add to that? Well, I think one of the foundational principles says it very well, and that is we are not we are not human beings with a soul. We are souls having and using a human experience for the purpose of awakening. And spiritual psychology is really it's our intention to restore the spiritual to the psychological inquiry. Um, our understanding is that psychology was brought onto the planet to help human beings remember why they're here, mm -hmm. that they're here with spiritual purpose, that we all come with spiritual curriculum. In other words, we come with lessons that we're here to learn, with issues that we're here to heal, but we also come trailing clouds of glory. We come with gifts that we're here to share. Mm -hmm. And spiritual psychology is really an, uh, an experiential approach designed to assist people, not only in remembering this, but in learning how to do it. Mm -hmm. And you give us the tools to do it, I think masterfully, if that's really our intention. That's right. Yeah. And it was mine. And I think that's why my life is working so well. You give us the tools and then we can pick them up and build the, the life of our dreams, the house of our dreams, if if we choose to participate in this way. Yes. And that has always been part of our intention. We didn't want to just teach people about something. We wanted it to be practical. Mm -hmm. my, my personal orientation has been, if your philosophy doesn't bake bread, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> and this is what I loved about both of you, watching you as the living example of what you taught. Because there are a lot of people teaching a lot of things, but then you kind of pull back the curtain. And are their lives really examples that you would want to emulate? And to me, watching the two of you as a couple, as um, business partners, as teachers, as healers, you exemplified something that I truly admired and respected. And so that's why 
I really listened. Well, thank you for those compliments. <laughs> Absolutely. So now well, I want to talk about, oh, go ahead, Mary. Well, and that has been our intention. It's, it's like we need to, to the best of our human ability to walk the walk and talk the talk. It's, it's, it's one thing to, to espouse certain spiritual teachings and principles. It's another thing to do our best to embody them. Yes. Yeah. And that's now my intention. I'm not out trying to teach anybody anything. I'm trying to live it. And then I seem to attract the people that want to know how I've learned to do what I'm doing. And often I will take them on as clients, but quite often I'll recommend them to the University of Santa Monica. <laughs> and thank you for doing that, Tammy. Absolutely. So now I want to talk a little bit about something that really made such a profound difference and impact in my reality. You speak of the difference between the goal line and the soul line. Can you explain what that is? Well, the goal line is physical world reality. We get up every morning, we go to work or not. Uh, we have thoughts, we have feelings, but it's all based in, in physical world reality. So the game is won or lost, depending largely upon he who dies with the most toys wins. And everything is achievement. It's, uh, well, you understand what I'm talking about. And the world operates that way. We want to have better jobs. We want to earn more money so we can buy more things, so we can have a nicer life. So there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that that's the focus. All of that is goal line. So goal line is physical world reality, and then that which we, um, we immediately experience in physical world reality, which is the mind where we have thoughts and we think about things in physical world reality, and then the emotions where we have feelings, and feelings match thoughts. So if you feel like you have a good job, then, <clears throat> excuse me, if you, if you feel or think you have a good job, you will feel good about your job. If you think you have a crummy job, you're not going to feel good about your job. And that's the way this place operates. And pretty much everybody operates in that basic reality. But what's relatively little known is that beneath that, there is a whole other reality that doesn't do anything. It's just observing the whole thing. It's just observing the whole thing. Just like you would, you would sit on a beach and observe a sunset. It's just observing. That's the soul. That's the loving essence. That's the, the part that is here to learn and grow. It learns by observation. It watches what we do, and then it watches the results that we get. And it knows what results it is going for. And for everybody, it's the same result, that we awaken into that loving essence mm -hmm. that is that which is looking out and seeing all of this going on. Mm -hmm. Very few people are awake to that level. But that's where we're all going. So it's so interesting, you know, I was also going for the goal line because that's what we tend to do as human beings. But I found as I manifest my goals and I, I see this a lot with people, and I'm sure you've seen it a lot as well. They achieve their goals, but they're still not fulfilled. 
Yes. I don't know if there is fulfillment if we're not engaged and in partnership with our soul. What are your thoughts about that? Absolutely. It makes all the difference from we wake up to the spiritual context and we're aware that our life does serve spiritual purpose and that real fulfillment comes through that awakening. It comes through having an open heart. It comes through the awareness that not only are you divine, but so is everyone else. Mm-hmm. And that we're, we're here to heal, we're here to learn, but we're also here to share our gifts. And I think some of the greatest fulfillment comes for people when they wake up into that awareness of their own soul's purpose, their own giftedness, and they can turn and begin to serve. We saw a wonderful interview with a young uh, Iraqi woman who won the Nobel Prize a couple of years ago, and very soon thereafter receiving the prize, she made a statement. She said, God had other plans for me. At some point, you stop crying and you start serving. I just found that so inspiring. Yeah. Oh, that's so beautifully put. Yeah, I say the life that I dreamed up for me was not nearly as fulfilling and as amazing as the one God dreamed for me. And I'm so grateful I finally surrendered to that. Definitely carried me a different direction. And I, I kind of credit and blame you guys. <laughs> well, okay, we'll take all that blame. <laughs> I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful every day for you guys. So I'd be very interested in knowing what do you think are some of the most common issues you see with people who come into your classroom, the common issues and how they shift and transform in front of you? Well, I think one uh, one of the things that often drives people to USM will be unfulfilling relationships, mm-hmm. conflictual relationships, not feeling fulfilled in terms of a particular job or career path. Uh, I think very often people become come because they have a deep underlying sense of unworthiness. Mm -hmm. And sometimes- That's the big one. Yes, and I think people sometimes come because they they come because they feel there must be more to life than this. Mm -hmm. And this was all true for me. And uh, I was definitely in a very deep, dark place. And it was like, as soon as I stepped into your classroom and you started speaking, it was like, oh my gosh, this. This makes so much sense. And I didn't know what was going to happen, but I had a really good feeling that I was in the right place. And and I so was. And, and again, I'm so, so grateful. So grateful. And I spent many years in the classroom with you. I think six altogether between volunteering and just learning and just being with you. And I know you guys aren't doing that anymore, that you've transitioned to an online format, which certainly makes your classes and teachings more accessible for anyone on the planet that wants to participate. Can you tell me what that's been like for you? Well, you know, it was really very interesting. Uh, When it started, we, of course, simply had to postpone classes because we couldn't meet. Right. Because of COVID. Because of COVID. And so this went on for one month, and then it went on for two months. And then when we are getting into the third month, we said, well, it looks like this is going to go on for a while. We've got to really either give it up, let go of it, or shift into an online format. We had done some online things before, but never 
uh, whole classes and um, with the trios and everything else. So what we found, we fumbled along and we, we, we just went ahead and we started to get feedback. And the feedback from the students was, you know what? These classes are going deeper. We went, what? You know, how could that possibly be? So then we asked, why? Why are you saying that? Right. And then, and then they would write back and they would say, because there's fewer distractions. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking, how could that possibly be? You, you may have family around. You may have. But what they were referring to was in the classroom, as you well know, you may have uh, another nine or ten people in trios right near you. Right. And they're making some noise. There's noise going on in the classroom, just the, the, the rumble of the whole thing. And all of that was gone. And all they were left with was silence. And so they could go more deeply into that. And they were having incredible experiences with that. It was almost like someone was saying, why didn't we think of this earlier? But who would have been willing to take the risk? You know, and Tammy, it happened so quickly, so radically. Uh, I mean, it was just shocking. And it was amazing that we had exactly the people on staff that knew the technology, that recommended to us uh, the Zoom technology, were willing to learn it and confident and just really encouraged us to make the leap. And the very first class that we did After the first day, we received an email from one of the participants who lives in New York City. And she said, oh, my God, this is incredible. I would not have believed that the loving could be uh, communicated, transmitted in (laughs) in the way that it is. And the students are telling us that the spiritual energy field is even more powerful And that is actually our own experience with the greater awakening that's taking place on the planet at this time, Mm -hmm. that that there is a high level of readiness, the energy is elevating, and the students were extraordinary in terms of their intentions. Now we just don't work with with intention, we work with ascending intention. Mm -hmm. And the way to define that, Tammy, is that it's an intention to take up full-time residence in the authentic self, which is that, that which is our essential loving nature, where we are wise and compassionate, creative, and more. To me, that reminds me of the saying, be in the world, but not of it. Yes. 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 Witness from that higher altitude, which is my intention every day. Yeah. So you can witness so much of what goes on with compassion rather than getting so involved in the emotion of it. Because the landscape of life does seem pretty intense for a lot of people with the politics, with the pandemic. So how do you believe a USM education can help someone navigate the challenges and uncertainties of our current times? Well, let's just piggyback on what you just said. Mm -hmm. And that is that... We're here to learn. We're not here to achieve. That's a that's a physical level thing. We're here to learn. Well, what are we here to learn? 
Well, we're here to learn things that we don't already know and can't live according to. Well, like what? Well, like we're divine beings having a human experience. How do you explain that to somebody? Mm -hmm. The only way you can explain it to them is if you say, well, come along with us and see <laughs> the kinds of experiences you have. Yes. And as you know, it doesn't take very long before they, they go, gosh, is that what that was, that experience that I had? Was that a spiritual experience? And we say, well, why don't we just, why don't you just work on having more of those? And then you answer that question to yourself. But it takes people into a whole different way of being in the world. And that is very hard to explain to somebody who has never heard of those things before. But I can give some practical examples, Tammy. You know, we work with soul-centered basic skills. Yes. And even the first six or seven skills that we use, uh, that we introduce people to, and they learn and practice, seeing the loving essence, heart-centered listening, recognizing that the nature of reality is very subjective, and so the power of working with perception and perception checking, recognizing the power of choice, that we can choose to make choices that uh, are self-victimizing, or we can make choices that are self-honoring. And perhaps one of the most powerful skills is a, a responsibility skill that focuses on ownership, that I'm a cause in my universe, that I have dominion over the disturbance that resides within me. Mm -hmm. And not only do I have dominion over it, I have the power within me to heal it. Mm -hmm. And compassionate self-forgiveness. So we work with uh, at least 33 soul Center basic skills in our first year program. And through the years, we've probably developed between 75 and 100, Tammy that people get to experience in the more advanced work. Right. Well, and it is so incredible as we experiment and experience these, these tools and soul-centered um, opportunities within ourselves, or at least in my experience, what I see outside of myself is incredible with the miracles, the synchronicity and support, because I didn't believe everything you guys said, but I thought, well, I'm willing to experiment with it because my life really isn't working. And I've been met with incredible grace, synchronicity and prosperity. You speak of, you know, the goal line not being the point and achieving not being the point. But as I've done the inner work, my my prosperity, my fulfillment, my purpose has come clearly into focus and I'm living a more prosperous, healthy, joyful life than I ever did when I was trying to go for those qualities. Yes. And Tammy, we certainly do, as you know, work with people on ideal scenes yes. and, and uh, with the visions and with going for the things that are truly heartfelt and meaningful for them. And that's a very important part of the work because we are here um, to enjoy this dimension as well as to learn and heal and grow. Yeah. It's not either or, it's and. Yes. Yes. So we don't have a lot of time left, but I really want to um, have you share with my friends here, our friends here, what can they do? Say they sign up for your 10-month program, and I want to give you the opportunity to share where they can find out about this, but what can they do with their education? 
if they decide to participate in USM? Oh, they can do anything. Uh, you know, part of what <laughs> I love, Tammy, is that the sky's the limit. And we draw uh, students from all different types of professional and educational backgrounds. And people, uh, I mean, it's so rich and varied. The thing I love about it is that consciousness is foundational to everything. And as someone awakens, they're only going to be more, more confident, more capable, and be able to do whatever it is that is heartfelt for them in a way that will bring greater mastery and meaning, not only to them, but to those they serve. Here's a home assignment that all of your listeners can do. Take one day, let's say tomorrow, and everybody that you see, have in your mind the awareness, there is a divine being having a human experience. There is another divine being having a human experience. Well, there's another that they see everybody like that and just keep doing that all day long and then see what's present for them at the end of the day. That would be a great home assignment. I did that, and it was basically namaste, the divine in me recognizes and bows to the divine in you. And by the end of the day, I was completely blissed out. So, yes, that's absolutely an experiment I would recommend to anybody. And just, yeah, see how you feel, because that's what it's about. It's, it's how is this working for you? So we... Um, are just about done with this show. I'm so sad to say, but I'm glad you said yes to a show with me again next week. So I want to give you the opportunity to share with our friends how they can find out more about your 10-month program, your books, and about you guys. Yes, go to the University of Santa Monica.edu to that website. And there you can learn about the Soul Centered Living Program. And also, Tammy, this Thursday night, we have a uh, a worldwide community gathering. And of course, it's open to current students and grads of the university, as well as to anyone. So those who are listening are surely welcome. Yeah, it's priceless what you do. And uh, it's it's just so beneficial for so many. You've transformed my life. You're transforming the consciousness of the planet. And I couldn't be more grateful. So to my listeners, Thank you so much for hanging out with me and my master teachers and come back and hang out with us again for our next episode. So yes, be in touch with Ron and Mary, check out their books, check out uh, what's going on with USM. Know that you're in our heart, meditation and prayers as we send you blessings for grace, ease, ascending inner consciousness and ever expanding love. God bless you. Onward and upward. Bye for now. Bye.